<laughs> All right, welcome to the Drowning Fish Podcast. We're recording, and uh, with me I have my beautiful fiance, Isabel. Hi, guys. Why are you laughing? <laughs> the intro. <laughs> you like it? Because while you're playing the intro, there's this cat. <laughs> it looks like a meme. That's just so funny. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Mm. We can talk about some of these new shows we've been watching. Okay. Let's talk about Euphoria first because okay. I'm a Cassie fan. Ew. Uh, and you're a Maddie fan? All the way. <laughs> why? What do you mean, why? Why? Because it's obvious. Um... So, do you want to talk about, for anybody that doesn't know the show, you go ahead and explain. Okay, uh, Euphoria is basically like uh, like 13 Reasons Why for Minorities. Um, it's, a, it's an unrealistic expectation of what high school will be um, if you're a middle schooler watching this. And if you're an adult, like if you're in your 40s, you look at it and you're like, wow, that's not how high school was for me. We used to wrestle all mats and now they're doing heroin <laughs> you want to close that door yeah. no don't close it actually because he's gonna start crying you might hear our our dog in the background just Tommy. stomping away but euphoria is a pretty good tv show it's uh it's definitely a toxic tv show but i can't stop watching it so you did talk about this in the last podcast. So I think that's what you said on the last one. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I'm team Maddie and you're team Cassie. So why I'm team Maddie is because what's going on in the current episode, the, li- the latest one that came out on Sunday, um, Maddie had been cheated on well no so this is what happened nate and cassie had been hooking up after maddie and nate broke up but (laughs) don't look at me but um anyway apparently they'd been broken up so cassie has been hooking up with nate and she thinks it's okay because they've been broken up for said three weeks but that's her best friend, so why would you sleep with him anyway? And Cassie's just fine with it, and she's in love with Nate, who's this asshole of a guy that neither of them even need to be with. Yeah. So, why are you team Cassie? That's my main question. Because she does, like, she does funny shit that I think is funny. <laughs> it, it's She's more relatable. She, I think she's the most relatable person Um like, as far as, like, high school students go. Because I feel like in high school, you're just fucking what you can. And that's what basically she's doing. She Obviously, everyone in Euphoria is an adult and not a high school student. Um, but they all look like supermodels, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, like, no, not everybody in high school looks like that. Like, right. it's just a bunch of zit-covered kids. Everybody on here looks like... They're on their way to the club or something. Yeah. Yeah. Except that, for Rue. Rue. Rue's just a junkie and I'm not a big <laughs> fan of Rue. 
Um, I'll say it again. Like she is, she's on drugs because she wants to be on drugs. She's not on drugs because of her dad. I think that was in the storyline. That's what it's made out to be though. Yeah. That's what they want us to believe, but we all take, uh, characters and kind of mold them into what we want. I think Mm -hmm. because a lot of people, this dude is just fucking crying, dude. (laughs) Just trying Shut just to cry. Up. Shut the hell up, man. <laughs> um but yeah, everyone's like even me, like I love the uh the antagonist and like the protagonist shit. And, like mm-hmm. I love the the supervillain. Like I feel like Cal is a supervillain <laughs> and I always love the supervillains. Like the people that are not misunderstood, but they're like, mm-hmm. they're always portrayed as you don't want to be that guy. Right. But, uh, yeah, baby cow. I'm on his, t- <laughs> I'm on, I love cow and I love Cassie. I wonder if they're going to put him back. In I was episode. hoping, I was hoping that he'd make his great appearance on his next episode, but he hasn't but came on this back. latest one. Yeah. He last ha- Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause the last episode he was on, um, just stunned everybody. <laughs> yeah. We go put him in his cage. I don't want to put him in there. Just put him in there for a minute. I'll close the door. No, because he's going to cry louder. You I've think do- so? Yes, I've done this before. I've done this multiple times. <sighs> I hate We're going to take a, a quick break. Okay. And I'll just talk um, real quick. He's marching in here now. He thinks he's a shit. My dog walks around and he likes to pretend that he runs a shit the household and he doesn't um he likes to sleep on my bed eat my food shit in the house just basically taking it all in and not giving nothing he does give his fur everywhere but that's that welcome back okay Sorry to everybody that's listening to the uh, outside noise. I don't care. This is a fun <laughs> podcast. We're going to have fun. But yeah, yeah. I hate putting him in there. He's, I mean, he's a good dog. He doesn't really make a mess. But yeah. when we're not giving him attention, he'll start crying like that. Yeah. When he doesn't, he's a good dog. He just makes holes in the wall, chews up the side, <laughs> fucking chews up all my shoes, brand new shoes. Just messes all my socks. He's a great dog, though. He, like, clawed the the couch cushions. Those were in his early months of, yeah. He hasn't done that in a long time. Yeah, I guess. But, yeah, uh, Cal and Cassie, I think that are my, they're my favorite characters. No, uh, actually, I know who my favorite character is. Like, I'm, I'm rooting for Cal and Cassie to make a comeback. But I know they're not because A24, like you can just, it's like reading a book. You read it once and you're like, I knew that was going to happen. But they're not going to make a comeback. Um, But my favorite character is Fez. Ooh, mine too. He's, yeah. He's cool. He's really cool. And everyone really loves him and Lexi right now because they're not really in a relationship, but kind of going in that direction they're kind of making you I hope see they it make, from that point of view i hope they make a scene 
Uh, where they're fucking hard. <laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> um. Anyway. What? Back on something else I was gonna talk about. Um, talking about Cal and Cassie, they're kind of like villains or whatever on this. Like everyone's kind of looking at them as bad guys, but um, Jules. Jules is the bad guy, too. Let's talk about that, because I know when we watched it, you didn't think that she was. He, she was, but um, this was two episodes ago. Anybody who's watched it knows that um, Jules... Um, okay, so Rue was friends with the one guy with the bleached hair. What's his name? I don't know. He's kind of a new guy. On, like He wasn't in the first season. The little guy with the apple tattoo? Yeah, he has, like, this small apple tattoo, like, right beside his eye, like, where a teardrop tattoo would be at. But, anyways, forgot what his name is. He's not that important. But him and Rue became, like, best friends because she, like, met him at a party. And they, like, did coke together in the bathroom. And that's, like, what sparked their friendship. And then Jules, like, found out they were hanging out, got jealous. All of a sudden... Then they both just start hanging out without Rue, and she ends up fucking him. And then they had some pillow talk, whatever, talking, and he let her know. So the the guy let Jules know that Rue had actually been, I guess... A junkie that whole time. Yeah, basically. And so anyways, Jules goes to Rue's mom, tells her that she's been doing drugs, and then that whole dramatic scene... That oh. scene was so fucking long. Like we it was so good. We could have punched it. Was it. realistic. We could have punched it down to like, no, it's not realistic. You know what my yes, mom would have done? My mom would have fucking shot me. <laughs> <laughs> my mom would have shot me with a shotgun in the chest. That scene was too long. It was like what twenty minute long. scene. And then it seemed like it. Jesus Christ, it was long. Right. And then it broke into her mom's like, oh, well, Jules was actually in that room the whole time. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. She was like, oh, shit. <laughs> she degraded Jules so hard. But she deserved it. That's what I'm trying to get at. Jules, every, I, I think some people are still looking at her like, oh, she didn't do anything wrong. She cheated on her. Yeah. Jules is just doing what any good man would do. <laughs> just... Just doing the right thing and putting her, putting his foot, <laughs> I said her, <laughs> putting her foot forward. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I make jokes and I, I take nothing serious and Rue is a junkie and uh, the other one's a tranny and Nate is a closeted gay like his dad and Cassie's going to grow up. I think he is. Is anybody else picking up on that or is that just us? Because- yeah, that, this last episode. When he was talking to his mom and uh, Mm -hmm. that's like what went wrong, I think. Like he knows deep down that he's like that. He's gay. He's He might not gay. He's just like, likes fucking whatever. Kind of like his dad. Oh, okay. Because at the beginning, remember he was, he was wanting to go out with uh, the tranny. You don't remember that? They would like meet up at the park and shit. No. What? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. The only thing I remember... Did I he miss the whole scene? Her. Yeah, he liked her, remember? Ew, what the fuck? Dude, you missed the whole thing. Wow. We need to go back. Was this 
season one or season two? I can't remember. By the way, we uh, we've been waiting for this season three to come out for a while now. We actually binge watched it when we got COVID like a year and a half ago. Right. So I'm thinking maybe I was. We're we're just kind of rem- we're trying to remember <laughs> what happened because. We've done a lot of drugs, a lot of heroin. <laughs> Ruse came by and we've shot up in the bathroom, but um, we're, we're just like recapping on this uh, last couple episodes in season three. Mm-hmm. Season two. Season two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it pisses me off that, that we have to wait every week for a new pot and like a new show. It does suck. It's kind of like my listeners. They like, they don't know what I'm going to post. They're just like, oh, a new podcast is up. Finally. But, uh, yeah, I've uh, been wanting to get you on for a while. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm your biggest fan, I feel like. No, I'm your big fan. You're my biggest fan? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because you cook, you cook breakfast and dinner and clean. <laughs> Is this an appreciation podcast? Yeah, we're going to actually bring out <laughs> balloons here in a minute. But Euphoria is a crazy TV show. And if you were to, like, let's be honest. If you had a 13 or a 14 year old, would you let them watch that show? Mm, why not? I would. I feel like. Especially if kids my. Kids nowadays anyways are kind of just it seems like growing up a lot faster. We did not look like this at 13, 14. No, yeah. I mean, the Euphoria kids are hot. <laughs> like, I can see why Harvey Weinstein does what he does. <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you? Come over here and suck my toes, <laughs> boy. Toes, what? <laughs> but it's, it's a good time. And, I mean, they do it for legal reasons, too. And I was actually talking to... Uh, my little brother's about this. I forgot what movie we were watching, but it was like a 90s movie. Mm-hmm. And like, I've said this before, like everyone in the 90s, like all the women had zero ass in all the, yeah. in like all the TV shows, like zero to little ass. And I think that's why there was such a, like a huge gay pop back then because like guys <laughs> were looking at flat ass and they don't know what a real ass looks like. So, so, like, everyone's like, well, I might as well fuck my buddy because these <laughs> girls aren't, like, they're skin and bones. It's really weird, though, because back then it wasn't popular. Like, it wasn't sought after to, like, I guess for men to be sexually attracted to that. Like, women didn't want to have a big ass before, until when? Like, late. Like, hip-hop music made that shit hot, I think. Right. But I remember even watching a movie that was from, like, the early 2000s. It was White Chicks. That's just what popped to mind. Have you ever watched White Chicks? Yeah, yeah. So on there, uh, there's, like, a scene where the girl's getting dressed. Uh, She's, like, trying on clothes at the store. And she, like, is talking about, I don't know, she's having a whole meltdown. But, like, she did not want to have a fat ass. Like, nothing. No cellulite? Nothing, no. That's sick. But dude. now, like, it's so popular. Like, you have to have a fat ass to, to be to like. Have, you have to have the fattest, <laughs> whitest, goddamn ass to make it in any any industry. And that's for men too. Like, if you don't have a thick fucking ass, then you're not gonna make it in nothing. I mean, guys can have a little something. Uh, they you gotta, don't want to not have nothing. 
Yeah, you just have to have a fat wallet to be a guy, and then any woman will fall in love with you. I don't know about that. Yeah. Let's talk about the show You on Netflix, because we, mm-hmm. oh my God, that's such a good TV show. It's so TV good. Show. Who's your favorite out of, uh, I forgot their names. Off of You? Yeah. Joe is the main character. And um, the other, the lady. His wife? Yeah. So, she died, apparently. I thought she was going to come oh, back. Oh, yeah, no. She is not dead. There's no way. I don't think way. she is. Everyone thinks that she is, from what I've read. But there's no way. Like, they didn't show her. Like, yes, it showed that last scene where the house burnt. Yeah, apparently they didn't find anything in there, though, right? Right. Because there, were like, like, there was nothing in there. Mm-hmm. And they, so he, like, sent the baby off to that gay couple that he worked with at the library. That was a fucked up scene. It was. Like, Wait, why? Like, why would, why would you send your baby to the gayest couple in the block? Because they wanted a baby and they already Go adopt had... a baby then. Don't take the baby. They didn't take him. Well, yeah, Joe I know, but don't him. give the baby away. Let them go through the struggle of owning a baby. <laughs> he had already babysat for them and he knew that he'd take care of him. Wasn't the one guy blind too? Yeah. Fucking ridiculous, man. Come on. This only this shit only happens like that in movies, bro. Who's giving their kid up to a gay blind guy? Come on now. He's not only gonna lose him, like he's gonna fucking he's gonna like teach him his ways, his nasty, dirty, lunatic ways. Cause he's gay? No, because he's blind. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong? You're with you? sick. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, that last scene. I don't think his wife's dead. I forgot what her name was. Dude, no, like no joke. I did tear up when the gay pe- the gay couple <laughs> got their baby. I was like, that's Me nice. Too. I was like, that's nice. Now, where the fuck is Joe going? He went to the UK, right? I think he is in Paris, yeah, actually. Paris. That last scene, he was like in a coffee shop. They were speaking French, so yeah. Oh, it should take off there. I feel like his wife. Oof. What is his wife's name? That's gonna bother me. You I have look to. It up. Yeah, let's look it up. Um. Let's see. Love Quinn. How did we forget that? <sighs> I knew it was something pretty too. I was like, eh. Love Quinn. Love Quinn. That's such a stupid. What was her stupid name. fucking brother's name? Oh, uh... 40. 40. God yeah. damn. His parents must have been on an acid trip when they named him. Dude. Love and 40. He was fucked up. I liked him, but yeah, I think they fucked him up. She fucked him up. She was like his... They were twins. Right? She fucked him up because didn't she kill somebody for him? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I she think was like, she She was always like his... Uh, protector. Yeah. That's what they wanted. And they grew up rich. Like you're going to grow up rich, white and protected, but like you can murder somebody in the, and just pay the cops off and it's fine. Yeah. Because their parents had like an in with, like they always had a connection to cover it up. So I feel like that's why she never like had to go like love. She could always get away with everything because she had her mom or dad to cover it up every time. Yeah. It pisses me off when she got her own bakery and then like it's in a nice part of town where rent's oh, not so going to nice. be cheap. Yeah. And I'm sure rent isn't cheap. Like nothing's cheap there. 
Mm-hmm. And it, it looked popping, like the area was popping, like a good location. But she had zero business. Sometimes, yes. like, oh, you're talking about when they when they moved. Yeah, like they had no business, and then sometimes like yeah. people would be in there, but not like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they talked about that on the show because they were like, "Oh, well, you're opening this bakery where all these like." It's like a suburban area. Oh, yeah. All these like, moms are doing Pilates. They're not fucking eating. Like no gluten. Like no gluten. Yeah. And shit. Yeah. GMOs. Yeah. What a waste. What a waste of air. Right. But oh. then everyone, it did start popping, I think. I wish we lived someplace like that where I can go to my local bakery <laughs> and get a muffin. And we do have a place like that. We literally live. Yeah. Well, where the fuck's my muffin? <laughs> We went there not Go too give long me ago. My fucking muffin it's a right nice now. place too. You know what my favorite smell is, like of all time, coffee. Oh yeah, <clears throat> I love going to Midnight Oil, and just I used to not like going there, but uh, since we went a lot more recently together, it smells really good in there, and it's it looks cozy. It looks like a cozy little spot. Yeah, I like to sit in the corner and masturbate and just like. <sighs> Listen to the tunes and smell the coffee grounds. In a Christian facility. Yes. <laughs> you probably do it on that leather couch too, don't you? Mm-hmm. Like a sicko. <laughs> um, Euphoria, you and what? What other oh, TV show do we? We've been watching a show, and this is on Apple TV, and it is called Servant. And I don't feel that I've seen a lot of people talk about it. I don't know if that many people have watched it. It isn't the most underrated TV show oh, yeah. of all. It is like time. a yeah, it's a psychological kind of It's thriller. like a psychological thriller mm-hmm. slash comedy slash drama <laughs> slash Yeah, there's comic relief in it. There's so much like <laughs> the Not, brother is the comic relief for me. Cause he'll yeah. walk in, he'll be like, Give me a glass of wine. <laughs> He's constantly drinking, but then yeah. I don't even blame him because yeah, the shit they're going him. through is so weird. But at the same time, like wine, bro, come on now. You can get a bottle of tequila or something or whiskey. Yeah, but this they're is rich. like a rich family yeah. and they have like a cellar just filled with all types of different wines. It's uh, the TV show is ser- uh, Servant by directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. He also directed Split. Right. Um, so I can see where mm-hmm. he's fucking crazy. Like the director just has <laughs> these crazy thoughts and uh I can't wait to work beside him actually. He called me last week and he was like, Hey man, I'm mm-hmm. shooting this new servant episode, wondering if you'd like to come by and and be that homeless guy, the main homeless guy. <laughs> so I was like, Yeah, why not? And I flew out there to uh they're shooting in Calabasas, so I flew out there and um, the show was based in Philly, but Hollywood, they have like this fake Philly street, which they shoot the, the TV show at. And, uh, it's pretty cool. So I'm like the main homeless guy in those last couple episodes. I don't know why I'm not acting like I'm used to this watching you just lie right out of your ass. <laughs> That's me, dude. That's why I've been gone these last couple of days. But that TV show is really good. Apple TV, man. Like, well, I think we stopped watching, what was it, Euphoria? 
mm-hmm. and start was like, well, let's check this out. Yeah, and because it's when so we good. yeah when we first watched Euphoria, it was when we were sick with COVID, and Euphoria had already been out for almost like a year by the time we had started watching it. Because when we were sick, we were just watching anything. Yeah, we didn't have anything else to do. We were stuck at the house, so. Anyway, now that Euphoria's came back out, um, we're just having to wait week by week, which sucks. But, yeah, so we started, we got off of HBO, started looking on Apple, and uh, we found Servant. We didn't even know what it was. We just clicked on it. It was real. It's really good, though. And now it sucks because we're caught up on it. Oh, my God. And now we're having to wait. I was so fucking <laughs> mad. I was like, there's no way this is going to be mm-hmm. like the same shit and it is and so now euphoria comes out every f- sunday, sunday and yeah. servant comes out every friday so every <laughs> friday night and sunday night what i've been doing is getting my moist uh towel ready laid out for euphoria and my popcorn and uh lube ready for the servant what's the wet towel it's for um, I'm just curious. My butt plug. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just crazy. I'm just saying stuff now. <laughs> um, yeah. What else should we talk about? Mm. We talk about we the craziest this. shit, like yeah. all the time. We'll just sit there, just, and just random. Like, whoa, what would you do if you did this? <laughs> Like, just fucking craziness, dude. You ever get tired of it? Do you ever just, like, not want to? Oh, of our random conversations? Yeah. No. Because it's never, there's, like, never a dull moment. I feel like sometimes when we're saying shit, I'm like, I wonder if any other couples talk like this. Or just any other, like, friends just. Dude, I know that, like, my friends, we just say, I mean, you've been there. We just say craziness mm-hmm. and we make each other laugh. And like me and you, we just connect. Like we know <laughs> when shit's funny or not. Like we'll look at each other. <laughs> like that yeah. one phase we did earlier when that fucking, <laughs> we were watching uh, Kill Tony on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, it wasn't the one with, uh, it was the one with Alex Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's a, uh, a Mexican comedian that went up there and he was wanting to smell feet. Yeah, it's like a fetish for him. Like yeah, he was like legit. A, like a real hard fetish. Like oh, I yeah. could I could smell the semen through the screen. <laughs> and uh they got the girl, they got some white hipster girl to come up there and some Doc Martens and she like slipped them off and everyone thought that they were gonna stink because they've been simmering in those fucking These fucking heavy ass boots. Heavy ass military industrial grade. <laughs> they have the Sherpa lining. They just look like they're gonna stink. <laughs> but he like sniffed them, he put his nose up to him and he was like, Those fucking feet are clean. I want dirty feet. And he was <laughs> He like, was pissed. Yeah, he was mad. And like Alex Jones took her foot and fucking <laughs> sniffed it too. And I was like, Yo. Um, ah, that's so fun. I wish Alex Jones would smell my feet. You would. Yeah, I'd let out. He would. I know he would. He's fucking, he's a sicko. He's hilarious. Dude, Alex Jones is, I've thought about this while I was watching it. Alex Jones could definitely um, be a comedian. Like, he is. Is he not? He's not. No, he's not. Oh, okay. Actually, I've thought about this. Like, if Alex Jones started out as a comedian, (laughs) 
he'd get away with the shit that he says. That's yeah, just, why I label myself as a comedian so I can say things <laughs> and be like, what? I'm a comic. Um, I thought he was this whole time. No, I mean, no, hell no. I mean, I don't know. Because there's just stuff that he does that it's just funny to us because it's so outlandish. Dude, he is so funny, man. <laughs> but yeah, the, crazy. The, the Mexican guy said hooves. Cause, oh, Because yeah. he's a door guy, right? And he was like, I've been checking the hooves that have been coming in here. <laughs> and I, we looked at each other and lost it. Like, we were laughing so fucking hard. Dude, I know everybody has one of these moments. Like, when you're with somebody, one of your friends, and it, it can be out in public. It can be anything. And y'all just look at each other and then bust out laughing. Like when you see a fat ass walk by and you look at each other. And you're like, <laughs> like damn. Or when you see a fat ass cock just hanging you're like gee louise (laughs) but yeah yeah that's exactly what we did i was scream laughing that was so funny out of all the comedians that we've watched uh, what who's your favorite are you talking about on the show we just watched the kill tony like oh in general yeah um you I know you're gonna say that cheesy <laughs> ass shit. I'm talking about like the comedians that we watch on TV. Uh, I don't know because I've just watched little bits of each every time that you watch. Um, and we were actually gonna go to a show last month to actually see Tom Segura, but that didn't happen. No, we uh, that sucked. I had a chemo appointment and I couldn't miss. So I had to uh, reschedule that, but um, thanks for bringing up the dark past. What the fuck ever? No, so that is when we like got our first quote unquote snow. Yeah, it was terrible. And uh, thought the show was gonna get canceled, and it did and not. Did not get canceled. And I could not refund the fucking tickets. Yeah, they weren't that expensive, but I mean, you know, we didn't get to go, so. Anyway, we're supposed to go to another one in April. I can't wait for that. And that'll be in Nashville, so. I wrote a bit down, and I don't know if you read this or not. I did not. Okay, I'm going to read it. Um, It's for everyone that's listening, obviously. You can can steal this joke, use it, write it down, tell it to your (laughs) friends. Just make sure you put me in the uh, MLA citations, and you make sure you give me the credit. And when you start getting paid, give me 15% of your earnings, yearly earnings. Um, I started smoking cigarettes three weeks ago, and I figured I got COVID and eventually got sponsored by Pfizer on this podcast. Everyone's heard of it. Um, so I figured if, if, I, if I continue smoking and get cancer, I might get sponsored by the owner of Chemo. And I tried looking it up. <laughs> I tried looking up uh, the owner or like the manufacturers of chemo, and there's like so many, it's not even crazy. But, you looked uh, it up for that joke? Yeah, I did. And I was like, there's so many, and like the people listening are not as bright as we want them to be. Um, so if I said like. You got to degrade everybody like that. Like if I said like Monsanto, then people would be like, what did you die at? <laughs> 
I have no clue what that is. Why are you assuming that hillbillies are listening to your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking like rednecks. You just, know who yeah. I think? Like when I visualize my followers, mm-hmm. I. You remember that SpongeBob episode where Platon's like hillbilly ass family? Oh, that's yeah. how I like. That's the people <laughs> that are listening to this podcast. And they're not even listening on Spotify or Apple. They somehow managed to find it on Pandora. <laughs> and they're playing it on their MP3. Oh, on their Sony MP3 Walkman. Wow. Yep. <laughs> I don't think you have one redneck listening to your podcast. I've got a couple. You think so? Yeah, hell yeah. I say Drop fuck. some names. I, I say racist names. shit all the time. <laughs> and they love it. What's your favorite podcast of all time? Mm, I'm not going to say yours. I don't really listen to that many podcasts. I'm not going to lie. I'm glad you're not one of those women that are like, I listen to those horrible, (laughs) horrible killer. Oh, you're talking about true crime. True crime. Oh my fucking God. Dude, (laughs) I've actually... There's been science as to why women listen to those. Okay. And it's the same ideology as why women love Ted Bundy. They want to feel the danger. They want to feel what like that rush of danger. I don't know if that's the reason why, to be honest. You've looked that up. They love uh, thrillers and psychological. I love thrillers. I don't listen to podcasts about true crime or anything. I mean, I, mean, I, I love, love thrillers too, like visual, but I can't sit there and listen to true crime. Mm-hmm. My mom does. <laughs> a lot of women do. Yeah, I'm sure there's men there's too that do. Lot, I'm sure there is, but I've actually looked it up mm-hmm. and they're like statistically women listen to more true crime than men. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Because let's be realistic. True crime is not happening all the time. Like. Criminal activity is happening all the time, but not mm-hmm. everyone's getting butchered by a hatchet every day. I don't know. It hasn't been and brought to light. A lot of those stories are just fictional. There's not like a, a, a murder every day that's like, one day in October 1963 <laughs> in Red Oak, California. So, no, I don't listen. I really don't listen to any podcasts but no i don't listen to true crime i did at one point um i like to watch a lot of youtube videos and so sometimes i would watch this one woman um her name is bailey sarian and uh no, she... please don't shout people out on my podcast oh my god i'm kidding <laughs> okay so she uh she like does makeup while she tells oh my talks about true God. i've seen this on fucking you've seen her i've seen her i don't really watch it for the makeup I'm i don't really sick, care too dude. much i'm sick to my goddamn core that people like that exist it's why what do you people mean love why? That. oh it makes me sick dude if i wasted my time <laughs> and energy learning some bullshit like that mm-hmm um, okay, for one, you're <laughs> why wa- wouldn't you want to know? For one, you're watching a woman put makeup on to yeah. disguise herself from her real beauty, and then that, and then you're filling somebody's head with a bunch of useless information that you'll never use ever in your life. Okay, this is where. Okay, so 
When he lost in a true crime. I'm anti-feminist, by the way. No, you're not. No, I'm not. Eric's one of the biggest feminists (laughs) (laughs) you could ever. (laughs) Don't let him front to you guys. He puts on this whole show, but deep down I know. I have to put on a show. It's playing (laughs) laugh. He's not as shitty as he makes himself out to be. Um, I am a racist. No, he's not. Okay. But anyways, yeah, sometimes I would watch that uh, YouTube channel. Not too much. I mean, it is interesting, though, to listen to true crime. Um, I think maybe some women listen to it to maybe if they were put in that situation, they would know <laughs> maybe what they could do. I don't know. That's not why. You don't fucking know what you're going to do in That's that moment. And it seemed like back then a lot of... It is interesting. No, you know what? I do like true crime, but what I really like, and this might be weird, whenever I watch YouTube videos, I like to look up the interviews of like actual people interviewing serial killers in jail. Like the It was very interesting listening to them speak. Behavioral analysis unit. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Because, yeah, they might be fucking with them and just saying stuff. But. There was a show where we watched where they interviewed that guy that uh, liked to wear heels. I forget his name. He was a big guy. A serial killer? Yeah. I like to wear heels? Yeah, they like to wear heels back in the day. But I don't know. Yeah, This was, was an interview? No, or it was a, movie? a TV show. It was two detectives, remember, and they would go to the prison to interview him. It was a long time ago. I think it was like three years ago we watched it. I don't know. I can't remember. We've watched so many TV shows. It's unreal. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, oh, I like I'll watching I like watching TV shows, but at the same time, like, I understand that some of them are a waste of time just watching them. Mm-hmm. But then again, like, it gives me just certain topics to, like, talk about. And right. If you're not watching Euphoria in 2022, <laughs> like February 2022, mm-hmm. what the fuck are you doing with your life? That is like the hottest topic right now is Euphoria. Right. That and the Russian war. It's so stupid, but it's so good. Yeah. What were you going to say? You said, ooh. Oh, yeah. So you're talking about a serial killer that wore high heels. This isn't who you're talking about, but it reminds me of that movie we watched the other day. Um, it was called the Clove Hitch Killer, where, um, I think it's based on a true story. I'm not too sure. Don't quote me, but, um, basically there was this dad that he was also like a boy scout leader and his son, um, was a part of it. But anyways, um, he has the shed in the backyard and he keeps like a actual lock on it. And the kid, like, sneaks out there one day and, like, he sees this, like, I don't know, this little opening. Because it was, like, wood flooring. And there was, like, a like a little opening spot. It was, like, a little hiding compartment. And, uh, anyways, there's a box in there and he opens it and there's, like, some kind of boring-ass stuff with, like, Boy Scouts. But then underneath it was, like... Some kind of hustler magazines. Hell yeah. And then uh, there was some kind of um, the old timey photos. Polaroids. Polaroids, yes. Um, and anyways, they had dates on them and they had a 
pictures of his actual victims, I guess, where he had this fetish of tying them up. And, like, him as a Boy Scout leader, he would show these kids how to make those same knots. But anyways, on all his victims, he would leave, like, the same um, technique or whatever of um, tying them up. And it was the clove hitch, and that's why he's called the clove hitch killer. But he would wear high heels. Like, he would... Well, no. There was that one scene. I think his name was Ed Kemp. Oh, who you're talking about? Yeah. Not this episode. No. That sounds familiar. I know I've heard that name. I think it's Ed Kemp. Let me look it up real quick. But my favorite one was Hannibal Lecter, obviously. Um, I don't think Hannibal Lecter was real. Um, Mm -mm. Like, I'm sure there's cannibals out there, but... Not Hannibal Lecter. Like, we watched that first movie with him in it. Mm-hmm. The Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, The Silence of the Lambs. And I was like, why doesn't anybody just fucking, like, fight him? Like, he's an old fucking man. What's he going to do? He like, was smart, though. Yeah, he was smart, but I would have beat the shit out of him. That was a good movie. That's a good one. I would watch that one before. You had not. I can't believe you, because it's a classic. the fuck yeah his name was Ed Kemp um what's his fetish what'd he do like I think that might be the I think I just kind of fucked up when I said true crime (laughs) isn't real it's literally called true crime I was about to say earlier I thought you were just I just now I just now came to the realization (laughs) like that wasn't fucking off then but I just now realized. But I'm sure, like, I'm sure, like, they exaggerate some of it. Mm-hmm. Like, killing somebody isn't as good as somebody like can portray it to be. Like, when you're killing somebody and you're just stabbing them with a hatchet, or you're like clawing them away, or whatever. Like that warm blood feeling, their blood on your skin is kind of soothing, but at the same time, it's not like. To a point where you're like, oh, God, I'm going to be addicted to this. I want to know why you're talking like you've done it. Like, you know what the rush feels like. Ed Kemp was a serial killer with genius level intelligence. Oh, so we're just going to scoot right by that? Like you didn't just say what you just said? Ed Kemp. Eric. Ed, Edmund, <laughs> Edmund Emil Kemper III, born December 18th, 1948 in Burbank, California. He goes by Killer Butcher and Apos. Oh, Ogre of Apos. He killed 10 people. Who's your favorite serial killer? Allegedly. Hmm. Do you know many? Like Serial killers or like mass murderers? Mm-hmm. Have you watched enough to feel like you know which ones? Not saying favorite, like idolizing them, but like most interesting one to you. And don't say Ted Bundy because that's basic. Um, I feel like there's something smart I could say, but it's not coming to mind. I don't know. I don't really. Like I said, there's not that many serial killers out there. Um, People that just kill people for no reason. There's not a lot of people out there. I mean, you could say Ted Bundy. That kind of came off rude. It's not basic. He was a famous one. But Ted Bundy wasn't even that good. Um, I, I could do better. He was weird. He, uh, he was supposedly charming, 
and um, he would act as though he was like injured to get women like lure them in. Yes. But uh, the one that I always found interesting was Jeffrey Dahmer. He's another big top famous. Jeffrey one. Dahmer was a pussy. He was gay. And he was, <laughs> I liked him because, or I liked, I liked uh, listening about him because he was really fucking weird. All right. He, so. uh, no, hold up. So like, I guess he, okay, so he would like cut up their body parts. And I even saw one, um, I don't think it was an interview, but it was a video about him keeping these body parts and he like had a body chopped up in his bath and um he worked at some kind of factory job and he brought the head with him to work with him in the suitcase because he did not want to be away from it and all his victims were men obviously he's such a weenie i wish that i could like meet a serial killer mm-hmm. and Make them try to kill me. You're sick. <laughs> Just so I could be like, dude, you're not going to kill me. Like, you you don't stand a fucking chance coming to me like this. Eric, they would end you. No, they wouldn't. Yeah, dude. they would. I've been around multiple, multiple homeless people. People that have problems. People that are ready to kill you. Just for a biscuit. <laughs> Serial killer is not going to touch me. Okay. I am inviting all and any serial killers to the podcast. <laughs> that way I can interview you. And if things go well, I might let you try to kill me. Mm-hmm. I've actually thought about that before. Like interview people that are criminals and just uh, either blur them out or... <laughs> put like a mask on them like uh the history i think it was a history channel i used to watch this all the time yeah i know what you're talking about yeah i used to watch that shit all the time they would like blur them out they'd do the voiceover a voice distortion blur them Mm -hmm. out give them blackface most of them were black but give them blackface eric and (laughs) what the fuck and just basically you know make sure that they don't get retaliation from the gang that they're Mm -hmm. like basically snitching on yeah and i thought about that and i was like well i'm not gonna bring fucking gang members to my house i was about to say you're not fucking doing that podcast here yeah we'll do it like at a park somewhere like a nice scenery (laughs) but we're not gonna fucking meet at my house (laughs) speaking of now that i have an external battery to power this magnificent podcast mm-hmm. we can do a podcast outside like in a park somewhere yeah that'd be cool um or by a creek or outside <laughs> the mall um at a construction site a skate shop a vape shop any place any place you want we can do it and uh yeah it's gonna be nice wow what a great business move. Yeah, I know. You bring the podcast to them. Yeah. Oh, they can't make it? I'll bring it to you. Yeah, there's a lot of people that, uh, event, like, they say they can't make it. Mm-hmm. But then I see them, like, on in McDonald's <laughs> or something, and I'm like, yo, why can't you come to the podcast? You're mm-hmm. like, you're flexing that you're 
driving to McDonald's <laughs> on your story. Why can't you make it here? Like, I don't get it. But I think it's because people don't want to be um, like put under the pressure or they're just scared. You know, they just don't want to be talking in front of audiences, mm-hmm. which if you think this is fucking hard, good luck doing stand up. I was just about the same. Like, this is so easy to me now. When I first began, this is stupid. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Doing the podcast? Yeah, I was like, who's going to listen to this shit? And now people actually listen to it. Yeah. Like, I haven't put out a podcast in a while. Mm -hmm. And I checked the numbers yesterday, and they're still growing. And I know why. Like, I know exactly why. Why? Um, Because whenever I put out, like, my stand-up or just a fucking video clip of me playing video games like i'm sure there's somebody that's gonna find me funny just one person that's like oh what is who the fuck is this guy mm-hmm. and they'll click on my profile and they'll be like oh his link in bio or like saying he does a podcast so let yeah. me listen to it like there's just one or two people that might do that on the views that i get so that helps yeah definitely I wasn't nervous to come on here, but no, you were I've never... shaking in your fucking. Boots. I was fucking not. You uh, were you were shivering. I wasn't like, nervous. I've you, just never oh done a God. podcast. You were shivering like Rue was when she was detoxing. <laughs> <laughs> shivering like in your fucking boots. In my boots. Yeah. <laughs> no. Shivering me timbers looking ass. When. <laughs> When you talk on the podcast, it sounds so smooth, but I fucking hate my voice. It's I love your voice. It turns me on. I'm getting a little chubby right now just thinking about it. <laughs> what the fuck? I do not like my voice. I love it. Especially hearing it back because wearing these headphones, you can hear everything back. I can hear you. I can hear me. Yeah, and I've gotten to like a point in a realization that somebody not too long ago, and I'll tell you after the podcast, like, Mm. DM me and they were like do you really sound like that and I was like yeah for the most part right sometimes I'll put like depends on who I'm talking to Mm -hmm. I can kind of switch who like my tone and my (laughs) rhythm and shit but for the most part like if I'm talking to normal ass people I can talk like this Mm -hmm. if I'm doing a skit or if I'm just reading my fucking notes I might it depends like my fucking voice is so crazy like it it might sound like gargly or it might sound like, hey, like yeah. crystal clear or it might sound, mm-hmm. it's just different. Like I can do different voices and I can do like different accents too. It's crazy. Yeah, I was going to say, I think when I listen back to your podcast, you do sound the way you talk to me. Um, but yeah, because I know, <laughs> I think you do it on the podcast too, but in real life you just do so many different accents and so I have a, I have a killer country accent. Yeah. I have a great like like if I was a black guy, I could talk like a black like I'm talking like I'm not talking like your buddy that works at Ten Fitness. I'm talking about like a real down south Memphis rapper. Like Yeah. Like I could remember that time we were driving and I was like Yeah fucking weaving in it did not traffic. sound like you but it was hilarious and i was just fucking going <laughs> off and i could do like what is it my british it's not british australian All, like australian and then i do mm-hmm. a boston accent mm-hmm. 
I need to get better at those. You do a what? Not but even like, not even just like a region type of accent. Just like even. And I can speak Spanish. Some fucked up. You know the one. <laughs> yeah, I could do like a funny Asian one. I remember one day I was doing a funny ass Asian one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the one that I wish I could do that I don't, I can't do. What? What's that? A gang, like a gangster Mexican. Like, hey, what up, Holmes? Yeah. Like, I can't yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. do that. Yeah. I just can't. Maybe you just, you really don't do that often. So no, maybe I, I've, I've really never, like, had the chance to. I'm Mexican. Like, why I know would what I it do is. That? Why? You got to put on the outfit. You got to have so. the long white socks. <laughs> long white socks with the dicky shorts. They got to be sagging a little bit. Yeah, a wife beater, but also a chain. And you gotta have the short sleeve button up with just the, the top, the top buttoned, up buttoned up and a little beanie, like the Mexican guy off of uh, Friday, Friday after next I think is yeah, yeah just like that. Have the beanie kind of over your eyes. Jesus, it's going all the way in. I f- I feel like when there's Mexican like Mexican stereotype, there's so many. There's so many Mexican stereotypes because you can dress yeah, like an is. Aztec, like, you know, with like a poncho over yeah. you and a sombrero. Mm-hmm. You can dress like a cowboy. You can dress like a fucking gangster, a cholo, a cholo mm-hmm. or you could just dress super cat. I guess it's I mean, it's the same for everybody, but or you could be like Eric. Yeah, you could just be <laughs> dude. I'm literally the most casual fucking dude, Mexican. Let's ever. talk about the fit right now. OK. He's got a tie-dye shirt on. It's pretty sick. Some new balances. Fresh. Got some checkered socks on. Got a Carhartt beanie. This is the most diverse outfit. I like it, though. He's about everything. These uh, new balances came in today, and they're super nice. I can't wait. Actually, you know why I bought them? Why'd you buy them? Because uh, when I do stand-up, like... I think that shoes are really important. I wanted shoes mm-hmm. that are. These look funky right now. On the, in they the, are. In the picture, they didn't look like this. Yeah. I mean, they but still look But I'm still going to cool. wear them. Yeah, I don't care. I'll You're going to break them. them into and they're going to look more. They're going to look better. I paid for them. I'm going to wear the shit out of them. <laughs> they are cool. But, I do like them. But yeah, they're weird and funky. That's how you are, though. So yeah. it fits you. I wear whatever, like. Mm-hmm. I don't. I honestly don't care. I don't fucking whatever. wear anything. But. Yeah. <laughs> I like the fact that when we go out, like sometimes we will match, but not all the time. Mm, For the most never. part, we don't match. We never match. Like you look, you always look hot, and then I'll look like whatever. <laughs> Like, I, I, no fucking... Just puts like, a t-shirt on. No cap. It's literally a t-shirt, mm-hmm. the same fucking pair of jeans. Yeah. And shoes. It's so fucking easy for guys. Yeah, I mean... Like, I'm you throw on a t-shirt and it, it <laughs> still look good. Like, it's still dressy. I, I like... I feel... It's funny I always make fun of you for it because, like, <laughs> I can be laying in bed in my PJs and you'll be getting ready for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. And then I'll be like, I'll be ready... In like two minutes. Yeah, y'all don't have to fucking. First of all, y'all don't have enough hair to even have to fix. Yeah. Or put on makeup. I'm not saying I put on a bunch, but it takes at least 10 minutes. 
Yeah. That's the that's like the reason why I also cut my hair is because I was spending too much time on it. Remember when so I was a lazy hair. factor. And I was like, ah. And because I didn't know how to do it. Like I know. used to do Eric's hair you when he to. had the bun. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, but at the same time, like if I was running late for work, like, dude, I remember I would just <laughs> put a beanie on. It doesn't take long to put it on. Remember? Girls throw up a bun in like two minutes. Or I, two seconds, sorry. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, but I could have did it for you in like three seconds. I just I just made sure to cut it. No, but, you throw a beanie on. That's all you have to do. Yeah, that or beanie. T-shirt. I like this tie-dye shirt. I do too. I like it. Just need to lose some pounds and lose a dad bod and I'll be all right. I'm styling. Whatever. But you always claim you're fat. I am. Look at me. Just a little chub. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> you're acting like you're obese or something, I am, though. Dude, I'm massive. I'm no, an absolute not. unit. I'm an absolute. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like. I hate when you say. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm as wide as my car. I think. Yeah, like we all could lose some weight, but like, I think. It's also the fact that, like, you're older now and the pictures you're looking at were from when you're, like, 18. Obviously, you're going to grow. You look like a, a stick back then. Yeah, dude. I was... I uh, Not attractive. Looks sick. But I'm getting to a point now where I can feel like... I feel like my body is morphing kind of into a man's body. Mm-hmm. So I need to, like act as soon as possible and try to lose some weight and yeah like my like my chest will get bigger my shoulders will get bigger and like everything's just gonna get bigger yeah but i need to yeah. do that i need to do that soon probably next year but <laughs> at the end of the day like we're, we're i wanted we're, us to go today together yeah, i was being lazy today i was gonna do stand-up but i was like uh I need to record a podcast and mm-hmm. I didn't really have anything to talk about by myself. Talking to yourself is fucking crazy. <laughs> now that I think about it, dude, I'm literally sitting here just talking. Yeah, but myself. we're talking to each other. No, yeah, but I'm saying like when I do a podcast by myself, it's literally oh, yeah. talking for 45 minutes straight. I mean, yeah, you are talking to yourself, but when you post it, it is to an audience and you're yeah. kind of talking. Like you're saying, you mm-hmm. to the audience. So that's not. What are some big topics right now that are concerning to you as far as like. Big topics. Yeah, we'll go with uh, like Russia. Like, what do you think is going to happen? And what are your opinions on that whole um, issue? I'm not going to sit here and act like I know a fucking thing about that because I don't. So well, I'll let you take it away. Oh my and I'll just God. make a comment. Well, everyone in the Western world is saying that Russia is going to attack Ukraine just like they did in 2005 when they said they weren't going to do it. And then they did. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I've read multiple sources where like Russians are like, no, everything's pretty chill here. Like the political climate's chill. Nobody wants a war. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody's backing the government for a war. And the president of Ukraine supposedly was like, yeah, nothing's happening. Like nothing's going to happen. 
and everyone like in the Biden administration is like, yeah, there's a fucking war. Like February 16th, everybody get out, get out, get out. Yeah. And it makes me think like, why are, I feel like we're trying to do that. Like, I yeah, feel like why we're, are we trying to why, like, start why, something? We should just shut the fuck up and just shut, like, stop. Like, we don't have enough fucking problems going on right we now. We need to fix ourselves before we try <laughs> to fix a shit whole country in, yeah. like, Ukraine. There's so much shit that needs to be fixed. Every day I drive on a highway and I I cross that bridge <laughs> that is like when we come back from Little Rock, where is this at? I don't know. It's horrible, but it's like <sighs> driving on cobblestone fucking roads built it's in the eighteen eighties in fucking England. Like it's so bad. <laughs> and every time I go it's over like... it, I say a small <laughs> prayer. That my car is not going to be dismantled like the fucking bolts and nuts are going to fall apart. That's literally what it feels like. Dude, I is so pissed. They need to fix the fuck out of the roads. They need to fix our healthcare system. We need to fix um, like literally everything from top to bottom. We need to revolutionize the way that we do things or we are going to come to a screeching halt. Mm-hmm. Like we already are. Like we already are. <laughs> yeah. Ever since fucking 9-11, nothing good has happened. Somebody said that somebody <laughs> said that the other day, and I was like, wow, that's so true. Like since nothing, 9-11. Yeah. 9-11. We were happened. how old? We were like know, we were four or five. Yeah. Like nothing good's happened. Like the Great Recession, the pandemic, 9-11, mm-hmm. fucking Personally. multiple, multiple, multiple wars, the BP oil spill, Alex Jones, <laughs> Epstein, Donald Trump, our yeah. first black president. I'm not saying these things are bad. I'm just, they're fucking just world insane. history that's going to yeah. go into history books for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. And there is nobody fucking standing up and saying, if we don't fucking do something and innovate, we're gonna die, just we like are. the Roman, just like Rome did. We're in the end of times. I feel. I don't think we're in the end of times. I just pretty I know. damn close. Nothing feels real. I'm I just gonna like, say that. Do feel you like, feel that way? Yeah, I mean, I say it all the time. Like, I feel like we're in a simulation of some sort, but at the same time, like, I think we're just psychologically fucked up. After, first of all, yeah, after COVID. Since 2020, everything's just been so fucked up. I don't want to be a victim of circumstance, but I'm I'm obviously not going to be like, well, they didn't do anything to our economy and mental mm-hmm. status. Like, there are so many people, like so many parents coming out and saying that their kids are traumatized because they spent all year in the house and they yeah. had to... They don't, they don't know what's going on. Their parents don't know how to explain what's going on. They're watching... Mm-hmm. The media, literally kids don't fucking listen to Joe Rogan and don't have like a second opinion. And they're watching the media and they're like, holy shit, like we're all going to die. And I feel like when death enters, like enters our mind, we're just like, fuck it. Like a fuck it kind of mode. That's why so many people quit their jobs and so many people tried to like be like holy shit like we only get one of these go for what they actually fucking want to do yeah yeah which is another reason why i started a podcast and kind of mm-hmm. kind of taking my own trajectory in life because i'm like 
I'm literally sitting on the couch watching <laughs> a fucking movie. And I was like, if I don't fucking do something, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be sitting on a couch watching a movie, which is fine. We can watch mm-hmm. as many movies as we want, but I like, don't want to. that like, not be the only thing. Yeah, that be the only thing that I do and not express how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you had talked about wanting to do the podcast for a little bit right before you got everything. Yeah. Yeah, I just did out of the blue one day. I was like, I'm going to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. What did you think when I said that? Like when I first per- first per- put a podcast out, did I even tell you that I was doing a podcast? Yeah. I mean, you mentioned that. Well, like I didn't know that you had just went and got this equipment. And you got it pretty quickly too. everything. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I was really happy for you because I knew that you'd be good at it. Not just saying that I sound very biased, but like I knew you'd be good at it. Yeah, and I know it's something that you actually like doing, that you love doing. You get excited to put something out. Yeah, well, when the Clintons are funding your whole operation, it's really <laughs> easy to make a decision. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, the last like ten minutes segment of going for—that's what I was trying to get to—is. When we think about death and when we think the end of times and when we think about what might be going on in Russia with a war, like every like my mind literally has for the last year has been fuck it. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like we can't control outside of our house. Like we, we can say what we want, obviously. Mm-hmm. We live in a thank God that we live in a world where I can get on here and express my opinion and a couple people can listen to it and be like, damn, I never thought about that. Right. Like, at least we're out here sharing our opinions and how we feel. But, yeah, I feel like the United States is just pushing for a war. A war that we don't need with literally one of the biggest economies and one of the biggest militaries in the world, fucking Russia. They will... I make jokes about it all the time. Like, if we go to war, it is what it is. But mm-hmm. we don't need a fucking war at this moment. No. It's crazy to think that we should go to war right now. We just suffered tremendously. Do we still are. <laughs> like, we just suffered so big. Like, yeah. people are not in a good mental status. No. Uh, People are not financially good at all. No. Like. I feel like that's still happening. Yeah. And it keeps going down the fucking drain. Like Mm -hmm. no matter who the president is, no matter if it's fucking Donald Trump or Joe Biden, they can't fix our problems. We have to fix our problems. But I think we're like we're coming to a realization that we don't really need big government to do what we want. Like we can kind of do it ourselves. Mm -hmm. Government should fucking focus on government and governing the like the laws and making sure shit goes smooth. But right. when it comes to like wars, I think that we should have a vote on it. I don't think it should be. <laughs> I'm being serious. I don't think it should be some fucking some white guy that's been in office for the last 50 years to push mm-hmm. a button. Yeah. What the fuck does he care? He's literally on his last leg. If I was on my last yeah. leg, I don't think I'd give a fuck either. Like that's another thing. Like, I don't give a fuck now. What makes you think I'm going to give a fuck when I'm like 90? I'm definitely mm-hmm. not going to give a fuck. 
I just feel that we don't need an old president at all. You know what? Bernie Bernie would have been so great right now. Let me take back my words because Bernie. (laughs) Bernie would have been. I was. That's the only person I was for. Bernie would have definitely. Like 100% for. That's why Bernie's not the president because the Democratic Party needs somebody that they can control like a fucking puppet. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. He was so. Yeah. No, you can't persuade him any other way. He no, was he dead is, set on he's what he's been on he who says. he is for a long time. Like he's marched for civil rights and done things for mm-hmm. gender equality and shit like that. Yeah, for everybody. For a really long time. Since he's been in politics since Jesus roamed Earth. So <laughs> literally. I mean he was you can there. Go and look up the black and white photos. He was there when fucking uh <laughs> They stabbed the shit out of Julius Caesar. Like, he was there. I knew you were going to say that. He was there. He was like one of the guys stabbing the shit out of him. Yeah, he's... Oh, yeah, he's a lot older than Trump or Biden. How old is... How think, old is he? I think he's like 86 now. But he did have a... Yeah. I think he had like a stroke or something. So they say... And Bernie? Then, yeah, Bernie. And then they were like, oh, he's not fit to be president. I thought Biden. Dude, Biden's had way more health complications. <laughs> Joe fucking Biden. Look it up. I'm yeah. not joking. Yeah. Joe Biden had open brain surgery. Mm-hmm. And he's a president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Who fucking knows what they put in there? They could have put an Elon Musk chip brain in there and are controlling him this whole fucking time. I don't know what they put in there. I don't know I don't what know they put in Trump's it. either. Trump might have not been the great, like the greatest leader of. He's not obviously the greatest leader of all time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he would have done more for uh, humans, like as far as like mandates go and shit. I think he would have definitely gone the more conservative way of doing things. Like if you want to get vaccinated, do it. Like I think he would have been pushing for it. He would have yeah, been like, he you did. should get. He, he did. did. I mean, he got vaccinated and he. I did see that on several occasions. He did. Supposedly. No, there are videos. Yeah, I know, but. And I don't like him, but he did push for that. Supposedly. Supposedly what? You could put saline in them. Oh, you're saying supposedly he got the vaccine. Yeah, I mean. He was asking people, his voters, to get vaccinated. Yeah, I mean. But they were like, boo. And he was. Then they backed off. He's like, oh, well, if you want to. Yeah. And it should always be like that. Like, if you're for something, Mm -hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. But if you want to, I'm not like, yeah, and I, I did get vaccinated. I haven't been, I haven't got my booster, but yeah, I got my I, 17th booster last <laughs> week. What's so funny? You're not a lot. You would not be alive. <laughs> you don't know that. I do know that. I got my 17th booster. Your last second week. one almost took you out. I got my 17th booster last week and I, uh, Got a couple extra chromosomes. I can convert to a lizard after 8 p.m. And I can speak 17 different languages. And I have... My heart is literally like a vegetable. It's not even (laughs) there. It just dissolved out of nowhere. It's not even dissolved. It's like a raisin. (laughs) It just shriveled up. Shriveled up and just like... Looks like the Grinch's heart. Yeah. It's just all non-existent. 
But yeah, it's been a pretty solid podcast. What do you think mm-hmm. about uh like what I asked you this earlier. What do you think what's like the main topic you think is right now United States or if you can think of it doesn't even have to be political, it could be anything. A main topic that's concerning to me. Yeah, like right now. Like like, is the fact that on Euphoria we still have not seen Maddie and Cassie have a fight oh my yet? God. <laughs> no. Um, to be honest, I don't know. Like I said, nothing feels real. So mm-hmm. I'm like, why? Why the fuck does any of this even matter? Yeah, that's why I started doing heroin on the weekends because I figured if I do heroin like specifically on the weekends and. Um, I'll be okay. I won't get addicted. Let's talk about our my, <laughs> let's talk about my first time doing stand up. Okay. We yeah. What was let's your first impression? Uh, be honest. Oh, I'll be honest. So <laughs> I think you've already told the story, but um when they called Eric's name, he was I was sitting at a table by myself, kind of in the middle. I thought he could see me. I'm not sure if he could. I never asked him. But uh, anyways, he was sitting somewhere behind me where he could easily get up and go on stage because supposedly there was a ramp. He had to run up behind stage. But anyways, he had to run up there. So when they called his name, he was like running like 30 seconds late. And uh, I thought you're going to last longer up there. I'm not going to lie. How long were you up there? Like a minute and a half. I, I lasted as long as I do in bed. It was about a minute. Yeah, it was bad. I don't even know if it was a minute. Yeah, I don't know. It was, <laughs> I think it was fucking a horrible. It was, yeah. uh, I felt like it was up there for like seven hours. Like I... I just got done doing like a TED talk. <laughs> but uh, there's like it's... this hot beaming light on you. Oh man, it felt like. I've never been up there, but it just looks it like... It felt like the fu- a fucking <laughs> spaceship was beaming their eye yeah. on me, and they were about to abduct me. Mind I say I was under the influence of heavy, 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 heavy hallucinogens and opiates. <laughs> I'm kidding. But um, it was definitely the biggest fucking failure I've ever had, like, publicly. Mm-hmm. The biggest failure ever. And I'm glad it happened because at the end, like, I heard a couple people laugh and I heard a couple people Mm -hmm. clapping. And I knew (laughs) it was so fucking bad. And I just have never seen you. You look nervous. Dude, I was And Eric never looks nervous. Dude, I was shivering. (laughs) Oh my God. Dude, I was like fucking (laughs) Joe Biden, bro, trying to say something. Oh. Uh, and I was God damn, bro. I do. There was a fucking stool. Like, yeah. I could feel my heart, and my toes, like like thumping. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm about to fucking pass out. Dude, what if you just like on. projectile vomited everything? That would have been so bad. They wouldn't. We never go back. back. <laughs> um, I'm glad it happened though. Like I left. Yeah. I left. I was like with the biggest smile on my face, and I was like, mm-hmm. I have to do that for the rest of my life now. Yeah. And I have to get better. Like, I'm, that's it's never going to go that bad ever again. No. Like, ever. You had just never done it before. And it was, uh, 
It was amazing. I'm glad it happened. Because if it would have happened like on my 10th time, mm-hmm. I would have been like, yeah, maybe this shit's not for me. But I get, I'm get, i getting progressively better. and I'm Yeah. Getting, yeah, you are. I'm getting a little more in tune with my reality. That I'm, I'm kind of like. Yeah. I'm kind of like not that funny, but I'm kind of, you know, funny looking. <laughs> and I just say like the voice. You are the way, funny. The way that I say things are just like, ah, brown guy's talking. <laughs> But no, but uh, how many times do you think you've went and did stand-up? Probably like five or six times now. Total? Yeah. Because it's been a few different places. Yeah. I feel like it was more than that. Ah, uh, fuck. Um, yeah, no. It feels like four or five. Five or six. Yeah. But um, I've been wanting to do... I want to do stand-up at uh, other venues. I want to mm-hmm. do more stand-up and... um. I just want to make sure that I get content and like, it's super important. Like it might be a five minute set where I I only get five minutes, but out of those five minutes, I might be able to bang out like joke after joke after joke, like a 30 second joke mm-hmm. and then put it up. Yeah. And it's still making content. I've watched you in person probably like two or three times, three yeah. times. You've gotten a lot better, though. Hopefully I get, like, I've said this before, and we were talking about this the other day. I was like, man, I hope, like, one of my bits goes, like, super viral. Because mm-hmm. I'm just going to quit my job that day. I'm just going to be like, I'm fucking famous. And yeah. just leave. <laughs> of this one viral video. Of the one viral video. But You make, that's like, not 30 how, cents off. Yeah, it's not, that's, not how, <laughs> that's not how anything works. Right. Like, it's just crazy. Like, I keep visualizing. I'm going to do what I'm thinking in my head. Like, it's just a matter of time. But I'm, mm-hmm. I just keep visualizing myself in certain positions. And a number, like, another reason why I record it, even if it's bad, like, mm-hmm. the bad jokes are just, like, kind of working around them. There's no such thing as a bad joke. It's just bad landing, like, bad punchlines and bad timing. Yeah. I mean, there are bad jokes, I guess, but. Also, I think it has a lot to do with your audience, too. Yeah. Um, I tell I, a lot of weird jokes. Like, there's so many comedians with different aspects, but. Right. Because when we went to one of the specific places, um, everybody was pretty much funny. There's a couple that didn't last long, and it was just kind of awkward. But, I mean, they had the courage to get up there and do it. And these other people did not. But uh, anyways, um, the fuck was I going to say? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I just lost my train of thought. Burn up down. Oh, no, this isn't what I was going to say. But um, yeah, out of the, I guess, three times I've went and watched you. So I recorded that first time you went up. And it was like a 30 second video. I did not record from the beginning. <laughs> and Eric hates me for that. That's fucking, at least I got something. But when I look at. Oh, sorry. I only got 30 seconds. He was up there for 38. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Missed uh, eight seconds. Fuck you. There's uh, 
there's so many video clips of like actors and comedians doing stand up mm-hmm. in like their mid twenties, and even if it's good or not good, it's still a start. Yeah, and that's why I think it's so important. Even if, even if the comedy's not funny, like even if the bit's not funny, mm-hmm. getting it on camera, like I know that one day, I just know for a fact that one day I'm gonna be fucking on a billboard mm-hmm. and in the middle of Times Square mm-hmm. with my name on it and my face. Like I can just see it. I can fucking see it. Yeah. And I think it's important it's important to like see where you came from. Like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, that was a fucking started out in the shitty hole in the wall mm-hmm. theater and now I'm in Madison Square Garden doing fucking right. numbers. Yeah. It'd be awesome to have that to look back. And it's on. gonna take it's not gonna be like this is gonna happen next year. It's gonna it might, mm-hmm. I mean who fucking knows? Mm-hmm. I I know that it's not gonna be soon, but it's not gonna it's gonna be a really long time. Like nothing great happens tomorrow. Right. I feel like I'm just bragging <laughs> on myself. Like, no. I'm myself up. Like I'm. I know I'm not saying anything. I'm a listener. Like I 100% agree with everything you're saying. Like I'm a like I'm <laughs> egotistical. I feel like Donald Trump right now. Just. <laughs> It's going to be huge. <laughs> it's going to be great. No. They're I bringing their worst. Too. Those Mexicans are bringing their worst. <laughs> what else was I going to say? Oh, the second video I took of you. Um, this wasn't your second time going up, but it was one of the times I got to make it. But uh, um, that video was about a minute. Or, no, it was like three minutes. And... Uh, I apologize to everybody because I was uh, given some pity laughs and (laughs) (laughs) my laugh is just like everything anybody heard on that video. (laughs) Yeah, it's quite. uh... Not a lot of people are laughing and I was like, yeah, maybe not every single thing you said. It was like a punchline, but I was trying to get the crowd going. (laughs) There were some quiet moments. But again, like I said, your audience is going to be different because some of these jokes some of the things these comics were saying were funny, but like it wasn't my humor. Yeah, everyone, I'm used to a dark humor, and that's kind of everyone's just what humor I'm is used different. To. And the biggest like the biggest comedian out right now mm-hmm. is Kevin Hart, and he doesn't. He might have a dark side, like he says funny shit, but he's like family friendly for the yeah. most part. Yeah, and some of that stuff's funny, but it's not my go-to humor. And that shit sells like. Crack. It does, but that's, but that's not, not. And that's me. not what that's you not do. What I do, like I can <laughs> maybe exactly maybe pump out a joke or two, but mm-hmm. for the most part, my shit's gonna be like I've said this before. I'm not gonna have sponsors. Yeah. Like, if I get a sponsor, it's gonna be like a shitty company. Like, and I'm gonna be like promoting their dildos or something, <laughs> or like peanut butter or fucking, I don't know, Jack and not the box. monetized. Yep. But it'd be super cool if, like, McDonald's, like, sponsored me. Or, like, uh, like Hot Wheels or anything, really. I mean, anything. at the end of the day, it's my humor is fucking bananas. And the shit that I say is bananas. Mm-hmm. 
It can be uncomfortable. It can be. I'll make it makes a, people feel awkward. Make, I like that stuff. <laughs> I like. I don't like the feeling of making people feel uncomfortable. I like the situation. That oh, I, I watch it in. firsthand. Like, I they don't know how to react. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of what I'm looking for. Like, can I trust this person or can I not trust this person? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you going to react? I've seen you do it. It's, it's uncomfortable. How is this person going to react when I say this out of the blue, out of the fucking wall shit? Out of pocket is what you are. Out of pocket podcast. Mm. Welcome to the out of pocket <laughs> podcast. Presenting Isabel. Mm-hmm. Epstein and Harvey Weinstein. Ooh. Epstein, Harvey, Epstein, Harvey, and Weinstein. They all sound alike. Yeah, they do. They're all fucking sick. <laughs> and we're sponsored by them. What, uh, what do you want to talk about now, Meth? No, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we're an hour 20 minutes in, and, uh... I think we're out of topics. We're not out of topics. We can keep, I mean, like, we're never out of topics, but... We just keep talking about dumb shit. This is how we talk in real life, by the way. Yeah, it is. Like, we'll just sit here and have fucking weird discussions. <laughs> talking to you... I'm holding back. Talking to you... We have some really <laughs> Talking to you is, like... Like, I have the best thoughts ever. Because I'll be like, she understands. <laughs> Like I'm like she, she knows like yeah she gets it she knows what I'm talking about <laughs> even when yeah, you I don't, don't know how I feel like, about that even when you don't like when I'm saying like the Russian war shit you're like okay I kind of understand I'm always trying to make like I knew point. the basics of it but I haven't like dove deep and I don't really care I guess yeah I guess I should I miss when like a loaf of bread I miss when a <laughs> loaf of bread used to be thirty eight cents and now it's like five dollars we never lived in those times. I don't know about you, but I couldn't buy a loaf of bread for 38 cents. We've never been in that. Not you. Where have you bought I a have. loaf of bread for 38 cents? So this is what you do. You get one of those. A rig- discounted in the discounted section. You go and get a Wrigley's gum, the one that has five pieces in it. You scan it at the self-checkout. You hide the bread in your pocket mm-hmm. or in your coat pocket, and then you walk out. All right. What? I get a Walmart's HR team on this. Roll back the cameras. Do you remember (laughs) when Walmart used to have the fishes and the fish tanks? Yes. Yes, I I do. I was remembering that the other day and I was like, dude, fucking ridiculous. I used to bang on those motherfuckers like What the fuck? You were that one girl off of Finding Nemo. And I used to get the fish fucking nets. all up on that fish tank. Banging. I used to get the fish nets and like fucking grab them and throw no, them. No, you did the, not. Yeah, yes. Why are you a fucking menace to society? Why you threw mm-hmm. the fish on the floor? Yeah, and like stomped on them. What the fuck? And did you have to pay for those? No. What? <laughs> you took their life and you stole them. Basically, I didn't steal them. I stole them up from their life. Like I wow. stole their life. You're sick. Dude, I said just. I feel like. I'm like this piece of sunshine, and you're just so dark. <laughs> I would never do something like that. And somehow we still just like mesh well together. It's like oil and water. Ooh, mm-hmm. don't do the country voice. Mm-hmm. 
Brought to you by Epstein. Eric does this horrible country accent that I hate. Oh it makes God. me cringe. The it's one? like a mix of redneck and like, oh, I hate to say it. Like, like white trash, trailer trash. Basically. Like, like driving something mentally 19, isn't right up there. Driving in 1992 mini Dodge Caravan <laughs> with no tinted windows. <laughs> And you're in the back and the sun's fucking cooking your ass. Yeah. Like you're oily. Like you got oily skin. Yeah. And you're like bubbling from the heat. Smell like a mix of like dirt and ass and I don't know. Mm, Monsanto. It makes makes me cringe. Don't even do it. You smell like you smell like uh, the Shell gas station. Those Mm. Muslims down the road own. Wow. You smell like the bathroom there, and it's slippery, and it's slimy, and you're sliding around. Yeah, that accent. I don't like it. So, everyone knows that I like to pick on everybody. Mexicans, yellow, black, white. I don't care. Like, you'll get it. Like, you're going to get the heat. What? Who is your favorite that I pick on? Who's your? Who's my favorite person you pick on? No, like, who's the favorite race? Oh. You're like, oh, that shit's funny. Because every time I say something, what? you're like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. But you have to like, like, yeah, that is a funny stereotype. Do you ever have those moments where you're like. Well, yeah, everybody, oh. everybody does it. Even if they don't want to admit it, they do it. Or you think it's funny. Um, I don't know what my favorite is. I guess I don't have one specific race that I just think's hilarious. I like when I do the nose joke, like when I see somebody with a big nose, I'm like, hey, are you Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Or like... That's not one of them, though. <laughs> I mean, like anybody, like Asian, black people, mm-hmm. Hispanics. Dude, I fucking... It's so <laughs> easy to make fun of Mexican people. Like, it's yeah. because I am Mexican. I know yeah. what we do. It's so funny. You know what we do. <laughs> it's so funny to bring out the stereotype in these cultural uh, ethnic people that have different backgrounds Mm -hmm. and it's beautiful. It's fucking amazing. (laughs) But at the same time, like all your dark pieces in your culture are, if you don't take them and learn from them and kind of make them into creative content, then you're going to relive that moment. That's why there's so many Hitler jokes and Jew jokes. Because yeah. it was a there's horrible some funny moment. Ones. That's why there's so many, like the greatest catastrophes ever. There's the best jokes mm-hmm. out there. Pete Davidson can't stop oh, joking yeah. about 9 11. That was oh, 22 years ago. Oh, since we're talking about Pete Davidson. Oh, <laughs> I wanted to talk about this. I, I just feel like his this. next stand-up show, it's got to be fire because Ooh, all this be, shit with Kanye. Oh, he's going to like. This is giving him uh, ooh, all this content. So much content. So he much. He's going to like Kanye West. Kanye West <laughs> is going to fucking kill himself. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I think so. And he keeps, you know, claiming he's going to beat his ass. Pull up then. Yeah, dude. Why hasn't he done it? If I was Pete Davidson, bro, <laughs> I would literally pull up to his house and be like, yo, what's popping? Like, take those rubber boots off and that stupid ass <laughs> ski mask and let's fight. <sighs> but I was going to 
I don't know if I told you. Mm-hmm. Do you follow Kanye West on Instagram? No. Okay, don't. Because I followed him. I don't follow him. anybody famous like that, I don't think. I follow him and uh, he's gone off the fucking walls, bananas, like bad. Oh, yeah. He's like I think yesterday crazy shit. Like, mm-hmm. I saw yesterday. I just went and looked at his page because there was a meme about it. But he, I don't know if he just deleted a bunch of stuff or what. I'm sure he did, but come on, you're Kanye West. Shit, people are going to fucking screenshot your shit. Yeah. And I looked at something the other day, and I was just like, dude, I can't keep scrolling. Every time I open up Instagram, it's Kanye West mm-hmm. saying something stupid, like, in, in all caps, like, he's screaming. Like, why don't you just make a fucking vlog, bro? Yeah. Like just get on live. Say what you gotta say. Quit doing all these fucking posts. Just want a podcast. (laughs) That's what I did. The podcast is my therapist. Yeah. You're literally getting all your venting out. Yeah, I had to unfollow him. I was like, dude, this is too. This is more toxic than euphoria. (laughs) I've never really been a fan of Kanye West ever. Me either. I feel like you are. No, like. Recently, mm-hmm. like, I've never really liked his music all that much. I've never really listened to him. Maybe some of, like, these bigger songs he's been on are, like, featured, but. I feel like ever, did, ever since he started with this new Christian shit, yeah. um, like, it's been nothing but downhill from that. Like, Yeah. I feel like he's faking it. Like if I really do feel like it, and I might like he's not, faking his mental illness. No, he's fa- he has mental illness. I feel like yeah. he's like blasphemy. Mm-hmm. Like he's saying he's doing all this shit for God. He's not doing shit for God, right? Like dudes, dudes like the black Joel Olstein. <laughs> yeah, he's mega rich. He has churches. He does what he wants. He does what he says. What he fucking wants and. Promotes violence and says he's gonna beat people up because they snatched mm. his wife. Like, bro, you fucking they're divorced. You, you wifed up a hoe like from the beginning. I don't know. Like, come on, G. You know this shit was gonna happen. I don't know that she's. I know it was but... gonna happen. Yeah, but uh, I really do like Pete Davidson though. I Back love Pete topic. Davidson, and I'm on Pete Davidson's side on this. Like this mm-hmm. whole picture. I hope that Kanye West seeks the treatment that he deserves. Right. Um, and at the end of the day, I mean, he is a creative genius. Like, he makes art and that he might need that. Like, a lot of the art created by artists are, like, their best art created in dark times. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see if, yeah. like, he might make the big, like, kind of like Pete Davidson, like, Pete Davidson's using all that energy to make content and come with the best fucking comedy the world's ever seen. Yeah. And Kanye West might be using that energy to fucking fuel his music. Yeah, he could be. Just uh, just like from the anger. He's always two sides to the story. Yeah, that's true. But I really do think Pete Davidson's going to roast the shit out of him. He's just so funny. And he, like, doesn't care. I don't know that it's the fact... I don't... I was going to say he's been real quiet, but he really doesn't get on social media, so you don't really... You don't get a side of the story unless he goes on 
fucking like Saturday Night Live or oh, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel or something. But he is gonna destroy. He's hilarious. Yeah. He's not taking this serious. I wouldn't. I mean, it's Kanye West. Like, <laughs> and when you look at it, it's like, okay, you look at a picture of Pete Davidson, you're like, this who Kanye West <laughs> is fucking this having is all these. Enemy, bro. <laughs> This man wears like floral pants. He's got bleached out hair. The dude with big fat fucking yeah. lips and red eye sockets is your worst enemy. Yeah. Nah, man. I mean, we'll see where it ends up, but I'm on Pete Davidson's side. And oh, at yeah. the end of the day, he's a comic and I, I'm always rooting for comics. But at the, like at the same time, Kanye West needs fucking mental help. And oh. nobody's like... Giving it to him. I actually do follow one person. I think his name's like Sean something. A comic? No, he's this black guy. He's like an activist. He's like for like civil rights and Mm -hmm. shit like that. Mm -hmm. But he like posted this morning and I fucking, I couldn't agree more. And uh, he was like, Kanye West needs help. Like no, nobody acts like this. Like nobody stable acts like that. Right. I know everyone's just, like, laughing and making yeah, fun of this then, shit, but it is actually sad. And, like, like, Kanye West, like, when I was following him, I would get on the comments and read them. And, like, everyone's like, yeah, Kanye, yeah, take what you deserve and, like, do what you want to do. Fucking feeling And I'm just like, this. dude, this is this is literally Trump <laughs> yeah. energy. Yeah, it is. Like, you have a following that's telling you do it, do it, do it, and, like... This cult following, just approving. Giving you the... Feel that you need. Yeah, just giving you, like, the green light to fucking act out when it's not. Like, people should... At the same time, like, if it's comedy, it's comedy. But this isn't comedy. Like, Kanye West is not a comedian. He's not funny at all. Like, zero about him is funny. And when someone acts like that, he just... Yeah, I think he deserves help. There's a couple people like that. Like, a lot of football players, too. Um, speaking of mental illness, I will come out and say that, uh, um, I'm donating all of my salary and Isabel's salary to the (laughs) mental institution that, uh, is our local mental institution here in town. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you guys might've heard of it, but we're calling it the, the mental, mental, the drowning fish mental institution (laughs) here in Arkansas located and we're going to be funding it and they're going to be taking applications for people that need mental evaluation and we're going to make sure that people get the right treatment and we might, you know, you're going to have to sign an NDA and a lot of paperwork (laughs) because we're going to use these people for comedy, comedy purposes. We're going to turn our life around. They're going to be props. They're going to be um, actors, they're gonna be stunt doubles. <laughs> they're gonna be whatever I need them to be. You're literally just putting them to work. I mean, that's how you cure mental disease. By working. By working. You work ninety what if they hours. I don't want to do this. You work ninety hours a week. You forget about your problems at home and your problems. You're avoiding the situation. You start to focus the real problem at hand. Eric needs more stunt doubles. That's called bottling it up. No, they're not going to bottle it up. We're going to... You're just staying busy. We're going to give them a bottle of tequila (laughs) so that they can drink it away every night. Mm. 
Mm. We're gonna make we're gonna make like a little following for us, and they're gonna be our people. I actually have a bit about that. I can't wait to tell you. It's about homeless people. Okay. Um, that I wrote today. But, um, I think we're gonna end it soon. What are you? Is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything you want to say? Anything you want to clarify before we end the podcast? I don't have anything. Okay. I thought you were going to say that you were Jewish. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) Okay. Cut that that out. All right. Well, um, everyone listening to the podcast, I appreciate that you made it this far. Um, Isabel's my fiance. We've been together for nine years, nine plus years. I believe we celebrated our 10th. God damn. Our 10th. Valentine this past fucking decade of Valentine's and I cannot believe that we're still madly in love um (laughs) I can't believe that I'm literally laying my head to rest next to this fucking maniac of a person (laughs) and I can I can like fall asleep like a baby every night knowing that she could like I could that could be my last breath because she might kill me in my sleep and she's tried She's tried. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah. You think he's joking? <laughs> no, she one day I think she was out telling. <laughs> okay, yeah, that. let's tell the story, and this might be about it. You go ahead because it's your story. Okay, so yeah, one day I I woke up. It was it was probably like seven when I actually woke up, but um, I had a dream. Obviously, it was some dream. I won't go into detail, but I was angry (laughs) no you know what i'll just tell the story i had a dream and this was like pre-covid so it was around the time where you know uh you had to wait in line to get into the store and the dream took place of me waiting in line probably to get fucking i don't know toilet paper or something anyways i'm waiting in line and uh i think i was with my family and uh, I know I was with my dad, and um, there was a girl behind us, and she had a basket already, but she was on the phone, and she wasn't paying attention, and she was, like, lifting the basket up. You know how you can tip your foot with it and lift it up and down? Well, anyways, when she would tip it up and down, it was hitting the back of my dad's ankle. And he's so easygoing, and he's just like, oh, like, he kind of scooted, but it's like she kept getting to him, but she didn't. She wasn't looking. It was pissing me off because I'm like, fucking watch what you're doing, you fucking dumbass. And uh, anyways, I was like, can you stop? And she just kind of rolled her eyes. So I, <laughs> I wake up, but I'm like literally about to deck this bitch in the face. And I actually do it. <laughs> and I like punch the pillow right beside Eric's face. And he wakes up and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's like still asleep, but he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, There's just like, this fist right beside your face. I oh, I felt like, horrible. Like looking over and your fist is literally a couple <laughs> centimeters from my ear. And I'm like, yo. That's crazy. I'm like, okay. And I just like turn around. I would never hit anybody. <laughs> I'm like, turn around. I was like, okay. I'm not a violent person, but yeah, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, 10th Valentine, mm-hmm. um, I appreciate you being my Valentine every day for the past 10 <laughs> years. And, uh, yes. 
happy Valentine's to everybody out there. Mm-hmm. There's beautiful couples out there that I know celebrated um, Valentine's Day. I know Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie um, are having a great, had a great Valentine's Day. You're so fucked. And I'm sure he gave her lots of presents and loves and kisses. So okay. We're going to end the podcast there, guys. I appreciate everybody. Thank you for listening. Share this podcast uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Rumble, Spotify, Apple, Google, uh, TikTok, Reddit, MySpace, Reddit. <laughs> Um, any social media platform that you might have an account to share it, um, put it everywhere. Make sure that you are sharing the world's greatest comedic podcast and, uh, stay tuned because we're going to be doing some more stand-up comedy and we're going to keep putting more clips out. And if you don't share this podcast, well then you're kind of a loner and you have no life and you sit at home every night and you eat box fucking dinners that you shove in a microwave for two and a half minutes because you have no life and you have nobody for Valentine's day. Um, so have a great night. Isabel, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, let's go upstairs and bang it out. (laughs) Bye guys.